Okay, so we were talking about last time the Tefillah, the preparation for Tefillah, which is Psukkah the Zimra. We're speaking about the last chilek of of Psukkah the Zimra, we call the third barrier, Kilo, persons to cross. And that is the the part of Psukkah the Zimra which relates to Vayvarech David, Shira Sayam, and in Shabbos, on a higher level Nishmas. Like we saw, the Nukura there isn't the Shevach for Kriyas Yamsuf, because like we saw, the Gemara says that a person isn't meant to look to praise Hashem on a daily basis for a once-off miracle. It, it kind of minimizes the fact that Sakhosh Prokh is doing miracles for us the whole time. And we're looking back to the one time in history that we're kind of, that's we're taking Hashem for, that we saw the Gemara says, that's together that a person can only find uh, something to thank for in the distant past. The point of the, the point of the Shira Siyam every day is because just like we said, just like by then, it, uh, the result of Kriya Siyansa was by Vayamino Vashem. It brought uh, an increased level of Imana of HaKadosh Baruch being in charge. And therefore we want to remind, we want to say Kriya Siyam again to Remind ourselves of that, you said. Not Hakar Satov, as much as a, a recognition of the fact that Kodesh Baruch Hu is all powerful, that Emunah, that he can override everything. And Bahamas is that's the principle, which is the two parts of, of Psukkah Zimra. The first part was we talk about how Kodesh Baruch Hu works in the Bria. And that is we call the Shirasa Bria. Hashem runs the world, and Hashem looks after all the animals, and Hashem uh, directs the forces of nature. And then the second part is how Kodesh Baruch acts for Klai Yisrael. And there's a big difference between how Hashem runs the two. The, the way HaKadosh Baruch runs the Bria is in a way which looks on the surface to be natural. It looks on the surface to be something which either runs on a system of its own. Whereas when it comes to the way Hashem runs the, the future of Klai Yisrael, uh, it's anything but predictable or anything but natural. And it's a famous pasuk which Chazal already brings from Yeshaya. It explains these two approaches. The pasuk says, "Achein atokel mistater, elakei Yisrael Mashiach." Achein atokel mistater, that is a Kodesh Baruch Hu. You act with mistater in a hidden way. You act in hiding, so to speak. You, know, you don't reveal yourself. But elakei Yisrael Mashiach. When you're acting in the capacity of elakei Yisrael, then you then you you save Klai Yisrael in a way which is which is very obvious, which is very uh, visible. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu, when he runs the Bria, doesn't act in that way. But when he says to Israel, he does. And therefore we have both parts. We have the Shira of relating to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, even though he's acting in a way which looks like it's something which is happening in, on its own, so to speak. But we appreciate that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is doing it. It's, he's the one who's, like we say, who's, uh, who's we, we, we can see behind all the things which are happening in the physical world. And that's why everything can praise him for that. All different things in the physical world, all the different things which are in the world, we can attribute that to Hashem. That's the one part. And then this last part is when it comes to when it comes to where we saw how Hakadosh Baruch Hu did for Klai Yisrael, then that's something which is much more revealed. And therefore, when we appreciate the Emunah that we saw Hakadosh Baruch Hu changes everything in the world when it comes to serving Klai Yisrael. Now, why would that be a barrier that we have to cross? What's the the, the mistake, Ki'ilu, that we, that we need to emphasize that? 
So just like we explained, the mistake of Shira Sabriya is Ki'ilu Chasasharim, the mistake the guy made of thinking that the world's running on autopilot and therefore there's nothing to dive in for. And then we say it's not true, because Baruch is running the world even if it's running it in a certain steady, uh, re- re- you know, regulated Mahalach. Uh, so when it comes to Elekei Yisrael Mashiach, what would the mistake be? What would the mistake be that we're coming to that forgive from? We're coming to tell us ourselves it's not like that. And uh, there's two different mistakes in two different directions. But at some, we, we're coming to, to, to change up our possible misconception of both of them. The one is, the one is that Klai Yisrael no longer deserved that hunger. There were times maybe when Klai Yisrael deserved that Kodesh Baruch should look after him especially, or show me the reason to do that, but the Klai Yisrael no longer deserve such a special treatment, and therefore we can't dive into Hashem's Ki'ilu to look after us in an individual way or to treat us in a unique way, different to the way we treat the rest of the world, because we no longer deserve it. Klai Yisrael aren't on the level anymore, or it's not the time of this, and whatever it's going to be. And really the first one who advocated that, uh, that line of reasoning was Haman. The Gemara says, and Haman said, There's this one nation who is different to everybody else. So the Gemara says, Achashverosh responded to him and said, Yeah, I'm not going to start up with him. Look what happened to Parat. And Haman's response to that was, Yashnai. Hashem was going to sleep. Maybe then he treated the Jews like that, but it's not going to happen again. He doesn't treat, like, treat, doesn't treat them like that anymore. And therefore, there was a certain feeling of kilo that what was was it doesn't it no longer affects no longer affects the no Okay, that's a mistake people could make as well, especially seeing the length of the goddess and seeing the fact that we aren't often aware of the obvious miracles that there were then. So, a person could also get the feeling that right now that's not the way what some Israel deserve or it's not the way our Kodesh Prophet is choosing to act towards us. And therefore, they, we, we're not going to ask the Kodesh Baruch Hu to, to, to use that Hanhaga to look after us, which is a mistake. Which is a mistake. And that's every day we're going to repeat ourselves. It's not that the Hanhaga is still there and the Hanhaga is still prevalent. It's all yours and you can still do it. And if Hashem is going to use it for Tevis Ka Israel, then you will. And where do we see that? So I'm just going to quote you the famous Yavis, which everybody knows. But uh, in his Lashon, he writes, that whenever he's misplaining about the fact that Klai Yisrael still exists today, even though by all logical plan, planning of how things should happen within the changes of, of we went through in the Golis, and all the rules of how cultures blend and merge into each other, Klai shouldn't have existed a long time ago. And the, the Ayavitz writes that if you want an example, of, you see that there's an Hoga which isn't Kederich HaTeva today, it's a fact that Klai still survives. And he says, when I think about it, it's a nice Shiyosu Godel Mitzvah Mitzrayim. When I think about it, it's a nice, even bigger than Yitzhak Mitzrayim, that because you see that it's something which uh, it, it doesn't justify the normal rules of, of the nature that there was of frogs or of blood or of whatever it was that the Makas of Mitzrayim were, like it changed the rules of physical things. It's really changed the rules of human society. Now, there are certain rules of anthropology, how, how cultures blend and how people mix and what keeps them apart or not. And uh, the fact that Klai has been, been kept as an individual entity separate to everybody else and still survives 
and not only still survives, but it still rebuilds itself again and again. He said, "There's no, there's no precedent for that." That's, uh, you see that hanhaga of anes. Okay, so therefore we need the chizok of that, that hanhaga still applies to us. That we see the hanhaga still applying to us. There's a famous gemara that says that there was a disputation in front of the king between a min, a heretic, and one of the amirayim, and for some reason the disputation was carried out in sign language. Um, so the men when, when two of them stand in front of the king the Gemara says he turned his face away from Rabbi Yisha the the is arguing with him turned his face away from him so Rabbi Yisha just stretched out his hand like that so the king asked each one like, what are you trying to say so he first asked the men what are you trying to say so he said I was trying to show him that Hashem turned his face away from you it says in Godras that I'm going to Ranaichi has to ask that upon him Hashem will turn his face away so you don't, you don't have any special treatment anymore you no longer have the right to say that Hashem is looking after you Hashem will turn his face away from you so how did he demonstrate that he turned his face away so the king asked him okay so why did he answer you he said I so he asked Rabisha what, 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 what was arguing what is he telling you so he said that he was showing me that Hashem turned his face away from us and that we don't now in God we don't have special treatment anymore so he said, okay, so what did you answer him? He says, I stretched out my hand. He said, I die in Yad in the Tuya Gabon. His hand is still stretched out to reach us. I turned nice in Yad Lepo Hashem. So it could be Hashem turned his face away, but Hashem's hand is still there. So the king got all angry with the, the first guy. And he said, someone who doesn't understand what they're telling him doesn't deserve to stand in front of the king. But okay, but what was the answer of Bisha? I die in Yad in the Tuya Gabon. He wasn't arguing the point. There is a concept of Hester upon him. Hashem turned his face away, and then he admitted, it's true, but his hand is still there. What's this, so what's the significance of what he said? And really, this is the Ashkafa that we should, the Ashkafa is telling us, is really understanding how Kodesh helps Klai Yisrael the Goddess. How Hashem helps Klai Yisrael the Goddess. Because it's true that on the one hand, we aren't witness to the, to the miracles that there were in the time of the Torah, in the time of Yisrael Mitzrayim, or even the time of the Beis Mikdash. So to say we can see clearly that HaKadosh Baruch is here guiding Klai Yisrael, like he did, we don't see that. The, the, the Torah says that. Which means Hashem will turn his face away. And you're not going to see those obvious miracles. So what's the, what is the, then the concept of that his hand is stretched out to us. So let's just use the human marshal. Just to understand and refer back to Hashem what, what's, what the explanation is going to be. And that is the idea of Gabon to us. Gabon. His hands stretched to us. So, what's human motion? And that is, is obviously, the fact that you're facing somebody means that you want to interact with them openly, like you talk to someone face to face. Then you relate them directly. Whereas if you're looking away from someone, it means you don't want to relate them directly. And therefore, when Hashem would want to relate to us directly, whether it be through Navo or through open miracles, that would, that would be expressed by Hashem's face is turned towards us. This is Hashem And in the Goddess, Hashem doesn't want to relate us directly like that. He turns his face away. And why doesn't he want to relate us directly in the Goddess? The answer is Boshet. And that is that Klaish will have to be able to, to deserve it. So if we turn, so to speak, ourselves, our face towards Hashem, then he'll respond. But if we've, we're not facing Hashem either, we, like the Pasuk says, in, in times of Goddess, Klai Yisrael have turned to Farah, you've turned away. So Hashem is emulating the same thing. 
so we don't so we, we aren't holding by relating directly to Hashem Hashem responds he doesn't relate directly to us that we've lost so then what's the, what do we still have what do we still have so there's two ways that, and this goes back to the Yavis 34 there's two ways that we can see that our Kodesh Baruch is still looking up is still has a relationship with Kodesh the one is positive and the one is negative the one is positive which means we see our Kodesh Baruch treats us different he gives us things he doesn't give anybody else he treats us in a miraculous way there's a certain unhealthy which applies which he doesn't apply to. that would be the positive way of seeing that our Kodesh Baruch is treating Kodesh Baruch different like there wasn't time to be Zemikdash like with any time to were Nisim and we saw that Kodesh Baruch was to a special level of miraculous, so to speak, treatment. That was one way you could see it. That needs a Sashim to face us, so to speak. And the goddess, we don't have that positive because Hashem is facing away from us. <coughs> but there's a second one also, and that is the negative. And that is, <laughs> What would have been had Hashem not been with us? And therefore we can see from the negative, and that is, what would, what would have happened to Klai Yisrael? What would we expect would have happened to Klai Yisrael if we wouldn't bring to the factor that some kind of Hanhaga which is uh, protecting us or maintaining us in, in a miraculous way? What would have been the logical result would have happened to Klai Yisrael? And the answer is, Klai would have gotten lost. A lot of times already. A lot of times already. By all rules, the rules, like we said, Klai Yisrael shouldn't have survived. Not the Romans and not... Uh, the Middle Ages and not uh, the, 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 the communists and not the Nazis, not anybody else. There were enough times, enough opportunities that in the normal course of events, Klai wouldn't survive. And if that's the case, we see Hashem Sanhaga in the negative. And the fact that we didn't get destroyed, it must be Hashem looking after us. Not Hashem If not Hashem was with us, then we wouldn't be anymore. And that's what it means Adain Yad and Hashem is still holding on to us. And we see that Hanhag is there from the fact that we're not getting lost. We're not getting lost because Hashem is still holding us, even if we don't have the interaction of Hashem facing us, but the matter is we're still being held on to. And that's what Yishra B'Shoah is saying. The Yad and the has the same thing we said. Hashem is nice in Yad Lapoishim. Hashem doesn't let go. He holds on to them. It's like, and therefore they don't get lost. Okay, so that's the that's Nakoda, therefore, that we can still see, as the Abbot says, the fact that will still exist. That's, uh, that's together and nice. That's together and nice. Let's forget it. Something which, in the normal course of the world, wouldn't happen. And you want to prove to that. I'm not saying anything you haven't heard before, but I'll say it anyway. You want to prove to that, and that is there isn't a single other nation from that time period which we even know where they exist today. Nobody. Even nations which are much bigger than Klai Yisrael, nations which are much stronger than Klai Yisrael, nations which had the, which never exiled from their natural habitat. So let's talk about them. Who were the nations of the time of Klai Yisrael? Well, the seven nations of Canaan disappeared. Ammon, Moab, Edom, we have no idea who they are. Midian, we have no idea who it is. The Plishtim, there's, no, there's nothing. We don't, we don't know where they went, where, what happened to them. They disappeared like every other nation disappears. And they got mixed into the culture of whatever the next conqueror was, and then they disappeared as an independent entity. And the same thing, we might know the place where Bovel was. They're not Babylonians today. They're not Carthians today. They're not Persians today. I mean, the old Persians are the forest of Madai. Again, we have the country, but it's not. This, there's nothing similar. It's not the same religion, and it's not the same culture, language. It's not the same culture. It's nothing. Anywhere in the world, which now there are three exceptions, there's a reason for that. But anywhere in the, the, the world where Klai Israel was, Klai Israel survived, and any other culture disappeared. Same thing. The Greeks, the same thing. The Roman Empire, it all disappeared. The only ones which still survive, paradoxically, is a place where Klai Israel weren't there. The Chinese, for example, the Africans, maybe. 
Australians, South Americans, I mean, original Australians, the Aborigines, whatever they were. Christians and Arabs. Sorry? Christians and Arabs. Christians and Arabs both came a long time after Klai Yisrael. A long, long time. It's been around for 2,000 years. Are we talking about the, the nations from the time of the Torah? But uh, in, in Dafku place where Klai Yisrael weren't, the original culture survived. Anywhere where Klai Yisrael was, Klai Yisrael survived and the host nation didn't, and it was Badafka like that. Don't think that the, that the African cults or religions or, or groups were more powerful or more better established than the Greeks or the Romans. It was Badafka like that. And that is that every place where Klai Yisrael was, Dafka Klai Yisrael survives and, and the, the, the nation against Klai Yisrael disappears. The place where Klai Yisrael never reached. So then uh, they stayed what they were doing before. It's the same uh, Chinese tending their rice paddies today that they were doing 3,000 years ago. Uh, it never affected Klai Yisrael either way. We did, so they, they, they're the same people. Anyone who, come to, anyone who came into contact with Klai Yisrael, they got destroyed and Klai Yisrael survived. And it's a tremendous thing to think about. That's Dan Hoga. We see Dan Hoga of a nace, which Adain Yad and the Adain Yad and the And why does it have to be like that? What has to be like that is because uh, the, when whoever would be a challenger to Klai Yisrael, so the, 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 then we made a, Hashem is going to destroy them to maintain Klai Yisrael. Anyone who never touched Klai Yisrael had nothing to do with us. Hashem doesn't have a problem with them. Leave them alone. But anybody who ever contested Klai Yisrael in any way, so now to save Klai Yisrael, Hashem will destroy them. Okay, so that's, that's on Hagu we see throughout history. Throughout history. Now, that's the emuna which is, we have to know before we daven. And that is as supposed to daven as Klai Yisrael. And that is, don't think that we don't have that koyach today. That today, that we don't, that like Haman wanted to say, that the Hanhagu is not there, Hashem is not looking after us the same way. We can't, and therefore we don't have that. It's not true. And therefore the, we have to talk about the third level of Sukkot Zimra is the emuna. The Muna, just like Hashem took us out of Mitzrayim, and, and He'll look after us now too. And now, why does it have to be like that? Maybe, 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 Taka, then Hashem would look after us, now He's not. Why does it have to be like this? This is what we started talking about last week. Because Hashem is a plan for the world. Hashem is a plan for the world. And if that's the case, Hashem has an interest in bringing the world to where it's meant to come to. And if Hashem's plan means that He took Klai Yisrael to be the nation representing Him, to get there so you can't give up halfway then the world's going to lose its plan and therefore it has to be that if Hashem decided the world has to get to a certain stage and the ones he chose to do the job are Klai Yisrael so then of course he can't afford to lose Klai Yisrael because if that happens then the plan goes down the drain and therefore the conference we have that it has to be that Hog is still going to be here isn't totally nice, and it's an important point. A lot of people think that Hashem's guarantee to Klai Yisrael is because Klai Yisrael are better, or because Klai Yisrael are doing the right thing, and then the argument would be, and if Klai Yisrael aren't doing the right thing, and if Klai Yisrael aren't acting different to everybody else, so then we lost that, that guarantee. So maybe we'll get destroyed too. And the answer is that's not true. It's coming from a different place. It's coming from a place of Hashem is a plan for the world. And that's why he finished, like we said, Hashem, you want to go avoid Hashem has a plan for the world. And he chose Klai Yisrael to be the ones to bring that plan to bring that plan to happen. And if that's the case, Kaviachal, HaKadosh Baruch can't let us, can't afford to lose Klai Yisrael because then his plan for the world is not going to happen. Have you switched? Have you switched? So, so the Torah tells us the promise to Yaakov, uh, Klai Yisrael will never switch. And therefore, and that's the Bosak. And yet Hashem Leishen Yisi Batem Bnei Yaakov Leishen since Hashem never changes, and therefore the, the, the plan doesn't change, then you guys will never get destroyed. 
because you're import, you have a you have a role to play which no one else can play, and that is to bring the world to what's meant to come to, and that's the guarantee. The guarantee we start with is That's all the the whole world is there for what you want to what the world to demonstrate. And that is that uh, the melucha the, the, the is yours. That's the starting point. That's what Hashem wants the world to demonstrate. And if that's the case, since you chose Avram, you made him the one to do it, and you made with him the promise that you're going to give his children as his to be the ones to carry it out, then we guarantee it. And you come to Shirish for the same reason. We saw Hashem's and the point of it was because Hashem Yimlechel and Avoid. Because that's what's going to bring to that eventual Gili of Malchus Shemaim. And if that's the case, being as that has to happen, Hashem's plan doesn't change. Then Klai shall have a guaranteed job. And if Klai shall have a guaranteed job, Klai shall have a guaranteed, uh, a guarantee that it will always exist. And our Hagel always applied to us because we need it in the picture. We're the only ones who can, who can fulfill Hashem's job.